This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Test, test, test. Check one, two, one, two. Yeah. Ready? All right, here we go. It's Thursday. We're wrapping up the podcast week. Jerry now back with you for another 15, 20, 25 minutes. Don't know. It could be 14 minutes if it sucks. Uh, a couple of things I did not know. It's funny because yesterday we did the promo in the middle of the podcast yes. saying, eh, it's kind of about things we don't get to, but not really. It's kind of just what we want to talk about. In this case, I'm going to open up with two things that I did not get to today. And why, the reason I'm doing this is that maybe we remind one another tomorrow for me to make sure I get to it tomorrow. Two good rants this week that came to light this morning that I had at about, I would say I got right before Ray Rice came in. And then after that, all hell broke loose, but in terms of timing, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to get to it. You've got Norm Hitchkiss, who's a a radio guy and I think a book writer in Dallas, went off on Jerry Jones. I mean, he said everything that I think most fans would say in regards to what they've done and Greg Hardy. And he, I mean, he calls, I mean, good Lord, he calls Jerry Jones a joke, essentially. I'd like to get to that tomorrow. And then Nick Saban with Alabama was asked yesterday about playing I don't know, some one of these stupid teams they're playing this week where they should win by 100 points. And he goes off on the media and he brings up the Georgia Southern. And I got to look that up. They didn't lose to Georgia Southern, but I think Georgia Southern played them really tough. And so by doing this, I'm putting the onus on you and me and anybody out there to listen. All right. To remind me tomorrow. Got it. To get to this. And you have audio of both of those items. Well, yeah, for that's the whole point because it's actually really good. The Saban stuff is comical, how stupid it is. And the Hitchkiss stuff. My question with that to you, as someone who's been in locker rooms before, oh, yeah. and now you're a podcast star, Definitely. so you're, you have power of the mic. Sure. If you do something like that, and I always wonder about guys that write scathing articles about players. Then you've got to go back into that locker room. Like, how do you look the guy in the eye and expect yes. them to treat you well? It's one of my questions, Jerry, I ask when I do my Al's Boring podcast where I talk to people in the media, and I've talked to different people. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to put get Manish Mehta on my podcast, but he doesn't want to do it. He was very really? nice to me, just said I don't want to do it. But my question is not not that he does scathing things, but he always has sort of the back page 
yeah. uh, uh, story, tabloidy stories. So I always think, how do people treat him in the locker room? Do they look at him and go, I don't want to talk to him because he'll, he'll in spin their it. eyes, spin it? And I, I, I had asked him on text. We were going back and forth on text one day when I was asking him to come on. He wouldn't come on. And he said, no, he's treated very well in the locker rooms, and it's not like that. But different probably if you go completely off on, on somebody or something. You maybe have a Des Bryant situation where they do go to you in the locker room. Well, and that was what Norm Hitchkiss was doing. And I don't think he I don't even think he's in the locker room. Is he anymore. an old fella this Norm? He's an Hitchkiss? older fella, but he's been around a long yeah. time. And so I again I don't think he but then again he might be. I don't know. But I mean he basically, you know, called out Jerry Jones, so you've castrated your head coach. He's got no power. When Jason Garrett talks, do the do the players laugh at him? I mean, these are the things he was saying and you think and he calls him out for Hardy and he's like, and Des Bryant, how do you allow that to happen? Very interesting. And so I wonder what the dynamic is inside the locker room after you do something like that. And you'll get to those tomorrow because there's not a lot going on in the sports world tonight. Oh, Other there, than I mean, uh, the Titans-Jaguars we'll have, Thursday right. nighter. Well, we'll Good have, Lord. We will have Jets-Texans sound previewing the game. All right. Beyond that, and the Knicks don't I'm not play allowed until, to do the Rangers. And the Knicks don't play until Friday. Right. You do have, you do have Warriors-Clippers, which is a tremendous NBA game tonight. Oh, but right? nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. Right. I'll tell you what I do care about, Jerry. The Beer Mile. Are you familiar with the Beer I Mile? I am not. You are not? No. Okay, so the Beer Mile is a race or a group of races. People do Beer Miles all the time. You run a mile. Okay. But in that time of running the mile, you must complete four beers. Wow. So a lot of people do it where if you're if you're doing it around a track, you know, each time around the track, sure. track is a quarter mile. You get there, you slam yep. a beer, and you go. Katie Nolan actually did it on her show. She tried to do the beer mile. Okay. And uh, I don't remember if she completed it or not, but a lot of people vomit if you're not used to doing it. So a guy broke the record for the beer mile, and he got himself an apparel and sneaker deal by being the best guy at the beer mile. His name is Lewis Kent, and he's from uh, Canada. And after he broke the record for the beer mile, which was, let me see, four minutes and wow. 51 seconds. Damn. So, so he ran the mile and consumed four beers. Jeez. He decided, I'm going to reach out to a company and try to get an endorsement deal. So he reached out to uh, this company called Brooks, which I guess is bigger up in Canada. They do apparel and sneakers. Right. And they gave him a deal. And they wouldn't disclose the terms of the deal, but they said it was uh, more... More than an amateur athlete, and it was and less than a oh. Olympic gold medalist. Okay, so somewhere in the middle, not bad. The interesting thing about this story, pardon me, Jerry. So four minutes and fifty-one seconds for the mile with the beers. His personal best record for running a mile with no beers is four minutes and fifteen seconds, meaning that it only takes him an additional 36 seconds to complete that race drinking four beers. Now, I wonder if he's drinking them as he's running. That's a good, uh, maybe. So if you've got, let's say you've got someone on a bike riding along with you. Yeah. they You never break stride, and you chug, and that's going to slow you down a little bit. Right. To kinda, you're not going to run at that speed, but you can keep moving. You can down the beer. That would make sense since you only lose 30 or 40 seconds. Now, when I have seen this on video, there were there were not people on bikes, and I don't know this situation. There were there were stands along the way with beers on them. Okay. So as you're running by, like how a Instead runner would grab water, water yeah, right. you'd grab a bottle of uh, beer. Interesting. Uh, there's my little brow. Uh, do you think you could complete this? No, I would. I can't run a mile. First of all, 
I have no interest in running a mile. Let me ask you this part. Can you drink four beers? Yes. Okay, so that part you can do. That I could do. I don't know that I wouldn't vomit, though. Yeah, I would vomit. With that type of activity and drinking them. I could absolutely, yeah, I mean, I could drink four beers now in the next 15 minutes if you gave it to me. Four minutes is a little much. Yeah. I could complete it. When I did this uh, Rocky Run 5K over the weekend, this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, the first mile is just no fun. And and talking to real runners, people that run marathons, people that run half marathons, everyone there told me the first mile is the worst. Because there's too many people? No, it's because it's like your body's just starting to get into oh, okay. the thing. So this beer mile is, o- is only that first miserable mile, and you're drinking four beers on top of it. Could you do a mile in four minutes uh, at this point? No. Six I, minutes? I did three miles. It took me 35 minutes. Okay, so you're not close. <laughs> <laughs> you're really a fast walk at this point. That's the funny thing. So the 5K I did, I, I completed it in 35 minutes, okay? Okay. So that's that like, 5K is three and a half miles? Uh, 3.1 miles. 3.1, okay. So what is that, like? Uh, a 10-minute mile. 10-minute mile. Well, a little more than that, but yeah. Yeah, I think it came out to like an 11-minute okay. mile. When I walk... When I just walk in my neighborhood and I and I uh, use the app yes. to see how far I I walk a fourteen fourteen something yeah I believe it so I'm only uh, I'm really where I look like I'm running you really I'm really walking it's kind of like when but I I'm did doing the, the arm movements like a runner it's when we did the triathlon with Craig and he told me we're not running I get shin splints yeah and we wound up walking the majority we ran the start so people saw us run away right. you have to run the start as soon as we were out of eye shot all right dude that's it we're walking. We walked a little fast pace, and then we we ran at the end. Three miles took us forty minutes. Right. I mean, what is that? I will say this though: in my in my eleven minute mile run that I was doing, out of like six thousand people, I came in eighteen hundredth place. So that's not terrible. No. Well, I don't know if that means really good for you or really sad on the other forty two hundred. Yeah. Do I medal for that for uh, coming in eighteen? Because you came in top third. Yeah, I think you get a participation trophy. I, I did. You I, did I, didn't you? I got a participation uh, medal. I love it. It was beautiful. It's got Rocky on it. Did you show the guys that you got a participation no. medal? No, 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 no. Oh, well, okay. I completed it. It wasn't participation. I what, completed the race. What did it uh, mean to you that you completed the race? Well, I was happy that I was able to run the whole time. Exactly. So it did mean something to me. Now, do you run away from your girlfriend when you do this? No. Or do you run together? But I'm just miserable complaining the entire time to her. God bless her. She was so nice to sit there and just, I was just, why am I here? What are we doing? Philadelphia is the worst city ever. Well, you this are city, a pain in the Oh, ass. I am the, the worst person. Until things are over. Yeah. When I was over, I was like, oh, that was awesome. When can we run again? <laughs> she's probably like, never with you. <laughs> yeah. I am not a fun person to do anything with. No, you're not. I would agree with that. You know when you're fun? I'll tell you when you're fun. Yes. The Friday before we break for oh. Christmas. I'm, I'll say every Friday I'm fun. Um, I'm, no. I'm pretty fun on Fridays. No. No? Yeah, you have your moments at 5 a.m. on a Friday. Oh, yeah. No, no. Friday at 10 a.m. I am fun. But, well, yeah. You're like that every day at 10 a.m. But I would say the Friday morning, even at 4 a.m. before vacation, oh, or even yeah. a long weekend. I'm having a great time. Nothing bothers nothing. you. Nothing. That's the time, if anybody in sales is listening, and you're probably not, but if you are, that's the time when if you want to bring someone in to watch the Boomer and Carton show, that's when you, that's when you go to I'm Al. a great fun. Sure, bring them in. Bring their brother and sister in, too. What the hell? It's a party. Now, for you, Jerry, you do a lot of weekend work. Like, you've got other jobs. You do Ugh, Columbia. You do yeah. Cowboys. If you were on, uh, if you were a guy who had your your weekends free for the most part, you worked Monday through Friday. Right. We are talking about Friday when your workday is over. It's so much. It's great. You're like, this is awesome to do. Right. When 
do you start thinking about Monday? What time on Sunday do you? I look forward to Monday. You do? My right now for me. Yeah. I look forward to Monday morning coming to work because Monday when I get done, I'm done and I have nothing to do all day on Monday. On Tuesday, I have we have an appointment every Tuesday that I won't get into, but something to do with the family. We have an appointment every Tuesday at four o'clock. At five o'clock, I got to take one of my kids to basketball practice. Then at five thirty, the other one goes to ice skating. Mm-hmm. Sit with him. Go back and get my other son. Come back, pick up my other son. Get home. Get them in the shower. And then it's eight thirty. It's time for bed, basically, or nine o'clock time for bed. Tuesdays, I'm at Columbia. Wednesdays, it's just it's crazy. Like, like I'll give you an example. So tomorrow is Friday. Friday. Oh, I can't wait. All right, well, I'll go today first. When we leave here today, I have to get home, uh, and I have to hook up with Compass Media Networks, and they have to prep me on what we're doing for the Cowboy game this weekend. At some point, I then have to do an interview with one of the Cowboy players, and i got to write pieces and stuff like that. So it's a good three hours' worth of work. Not that big a deal, but it's a few hours' worth of work. So Thursday's, eh, whatever. Tomorrow, I leave here. I go right to Newark. I'm going to Chicago for a basketball game in Columbia. Come right back Saturday. Saturday night, I'm working a college football game for Compass Media, uh, Oklahoma State Baylor, pregame, postgame. Sunday, wake up, I'm out, got Cowboys pregame, postgame. So, yeah, I look forward to Monday at 1145 when I can just kind of decompress because then Tuesday, I got a basketball game. Thanksgiving, I got a Cowboy game. Friday, basketball game. Saturday, basketball game. I like Monday. There are two things come to mind with that. One, uh, kids seem to take up a lot of time. Kids are great. They don't take up a lot. The second is you must be rich. You have so many jobs. That's cool. Why are you flipping that on me? No, I'm just saying it's a lot That's of my jobs, a lot of different paychecks. I do have a lot of jobs. Let me say this in the famous words of Boomer Esiason, yeah. and then you can rant on kids again. Now, you were saying like with Patrick Ewing, you you make a lot of money because you spend a lot of money. I'm not saying that at all. Oh. Why are you putting words in my mouth? I would say if I did not have kids and I was single or even just married, I would be doing quite well. Right. I will say Those that. Those kids suck a lot of money <laughs> out of They you. are expensive. I'm not going to lie. That even said, everything's good. I'm not yeah. complaining. We're we're fine. When do kids start working and contributing to the family bills and stuff? Depends on your kids. I have, I have a good friend of mine whose parents would not allow them to work or date until they were 18. Really? They wanted to focus on studies, so they got into a good school. At 18, they were allowed to date, but there was still no work. You don't work until you finish college. And he's now a doctor, and he's done phenomenal for himself. Really good dude, too. Mm. Like, was never a knucklehead. Had a great relationship with his parents, and turned out really well. I'd love to be a doctor. Well, it's not too late. Get going. I'd probably just be, a, you know what, I'd be a general doctor, because then I would just be like, mm, I would go see a throat specialist, or I would go see a foot specialist. Every, right, it's like the onus is off you. In. Right, I'd just be like, you know what, I think it's uh, plantar fasciitis, but I would not go sure. see a foot doctor. Right, brilliant. You have headaches? Go see a neuro- neurologist. Yeah. yeah. I think you're just good. Just to be sure. I want to be a nutritionist now. This is what I would say. Just how about this? Don't eat bad food. That's what I would say. That is As part of it, but you can't just tell people that you actually have to give them some sort of a background and some science behind it. I'd say eat this. Good food. Yes. Well, okay, that'd be $45. <laughs> Jerry, we are getting into the Christmas shopping season, and this is not a commercial. This is an actual story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where is it? So what do you think you spend on Christmas gifts and things like that for all the people you have to buy for? My kids, my wife, and yeah. everybody. Yeah, well, like, who do you do? Who do you, well, who do you, who do you buy gifts for? Your kids, your wife? Ask. Yeah. Uh, I shop how, for... How deep into the family are you going for so gifts? So for everybody you're talking. Uh, yeah. My wife, my kids. Then you've got my parents, my brother, my sister, her kids. You buy for everyone. 
Uh, not a lot, but yeah, we do get Something. things for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then my aunt and uncle, who we're very close with, uh, and they're two boys. So it's, it's a, a lot, lot of people. That so is, what do you think you spend total? Um, total on everybody, yeah. three thousand dollars. Wow. No, is that is that a lot? Or is I've that got not a, a lot. I've got a Gallup poll here, uh, okay. Jerry. Now again, this is across America, and we live in a very expensive area. Yes. of the country. So the average uh, person will spend. Uh, $830 on Christmas. Well, that's the average person. Right. So me and my wife, you can split that up $1,500 each. Um, hmm. Does that not work? Let's see. Well, I'm not sure if that's what it means. (laughs) Let's see. U.S. adults are spending uh, $830 on average Christmas gifts this year. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Now my whole Gallup poll has been ruined. It seems like, yeah, it seems like you're over. You're buying for too many people. Here's Here's what I suggest that you do with your family. That's what we this did. This is going to be awesome. I don't buy gifts for my sisters. I'll buy gifts for their children. Yeah, but that's not buy... the problem, though. Yeah. I know where you're going. The problem is, like You're though, limiting the... Then you limit the gifts. Yes, but when I say my uh, my nephews or my aunt and uncle, we're talking gifts that are 25 30 bucks. We're right. not, that's not But it's why. the pain in the ass of going out and buying the gifts. Um, what do we get them? True. That's although, what stinks. I, yeah, I don't have that much of an issue, although I, I can totally understand how some would... The majority of the money, though, honestly, um, honestly, is what I get my parents. I always try and get my parents and Kim's parents something nice because they give us so much help with the kids. So that could be a couple of hundred dollars each at least. And the other thing, too, is now, as you will find out, or I'm sure you know, when you're buying for your wife or your girlfriend, you tell me where you're going out there and buying her that's costing you maybe only $75. <laughs> that's worth a damn. Right. I mean, if you want to buy a nice piece of jewelry at this point, are you spending less than six or seven hundred dollars, Jerry? I've not bought jewelry in uh, since I uh, since like two thousand six. Okay, so it's gone up. So is that right? I mean, it's nothing's cheap. You want to yeah. buy the kid? How about this? I want to buy the kids, you know, devil jerseys or cowboy jerseys. They're ninety dollars each. That's would, not the only thing they're getting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how many gifts are each each of your kids getting? Uh, from us? Yeah. It's a whole bunch of gifts. It's a lot. It is. They're good kids, and they do get a lot. We don't, Now, we don't go nuts on anything else. Their birthdays were very good to them, and Christmas were very good to them. Now, but how many good. gifts? Will, will you personally receive gifts from your siblings and your aunts little and things. uncles? Very and little things. Little Just things. like I'm talking about $25, $20, yeah. $25, same type of uh, dollar value on those gifts. Do you think if you give a gift card, it's sort of a cop-out? No, I love the gift card. Oh, you do? I love receiving gift cards. And I love giving the gift cards. You do? Like, we That's get Eddie easy. a gift card. You get Eddie a gift card? I don't get you Eddie. You don't have to give Eddie anything, do you? Why do we get We're, Eddie something? Well, I always get together, and of course, it's not for me. We wouldn't even do it, because Minko's lazy as a right. bastard. I make sure I get together with Minko and Hustler, and the three of us usually give Eddie a couple hundred dollars on a gift card for all the scheduling nonsense. That having been said... Quite frankly, I don't know why I'm giving him anything. You don't, I don't take off anymore. You're not a pain in the ass scheduler. I am no longer a pain in the ass. It's very right. simple. Just put my name in the box when the show's on. Right. So, so you're out this I year. I might for be gifts. out this year. Although, and the dinner. How do you stop that though? You say you just go up to him and go, listen, you don't really schedule me anymore. I'd like to get I bail out of the I Don't gifts. know if I can do that. I think I might have to do that. There's actually other people here that I actually think I gotta give gifts to now. There are. I give the boomer and Craig, and that's it. It's enough. I know you are I wish a cheap we, son of a bitch. I wish we. I'm not. It's not that that I'm being cheap, which I I think in the past I could. I, I've gotten less cheap. I'm just kidding. But I don't know what to get anyone. Gift cards, awesome. But that's silly. Then we're just exchanging gift cards. You're now you give me cash. a gift card, I take a gift card. You're just exchanging cash, right? 
in a way, that's all it is. I'll just get but myself a gift card somewhere I want to go. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. You give, let's say, I don't want to say your girlfriend. Let's say your sister. Okay. Uh, and let's just assume you give, you know, like I said, $20, $25 gift. Nothing big. Not right. a big deal, right? Like a grab bag. And you know that, yeah. And you know that she's a coffee fiend. She yeah. loves Dunkin' loves Donuts or Starbucks every sure. day. It's part of her routine. You don't think she wouldn't see a $25 gift card to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? Be like, that's awesome. I don't have to worry about buying coffee for the next couple of weeks. I guess. I'm, I'm not pretty sure. Pretty sure the answer is yes. Oh. Because it's kind of like when I get, my mother loves getting me gift cards for Models. Sometimes Sports Authority, mostly Models, though, because it's closer to my house. I love getting that. There's money I don't have to take out of my pocket. And I don't feel like, even though it's basically, here's 100 bucks or whatever it might be, I don't feel like she just handed me the cash. Right. Yeah, that's embarrassing, getting cash. When does that stop? It's weird. I still have, it really just, I'm 46, and I'm telling you, this just stopped a couple years ago when my, like, aunts and uncles stopped giving me cash. Sure. Like, I believe it. $25. Yeah. Like, so I go on, like, I, Save your I'm money. good. Yeah. I know they were probably waiting initially in their head. They're like, we'll give cash and gifts until they get married. And that was obviously a Well, that's a great question because what do you do for the poor single guy? (laughs) That's where everybody feels bad about. So, like, even, like, I'll buy, like, I have a deal with my sisters where we just buy the kids something. Mm -hmm. But they still feel awkward because I have no kid to buy for. Correct. That they're like, oh, the kids got you this. Right, like my brother's single. Yeah. My brother is, how old am I? I'm 41. My brother's 39. He's single. He buys the kids a lot. Yeah. So every time a holiday comes up, Kim's always like, we got to get your brother something. Right, because he buys the kids And it can't be 20 bucks. She's like, you got to get him something nice. He lays out all this money for the kid. And for his birthday, she's like, that's all you got him? I'm like, it was 100 bucks. She goes, that looks like nothing. Go get something else. (laughs) It's true. So I totally understand what you're saying because we're on the opposite side of that. Yeah. And let's be honest. You expect it now. I I, I swear to God, I do not. You like it, though. I don't mind a but gift. Yeah, of course you don't mind. I don't mind a gift. Of course you don't mind. Yeah. But, uh, are you excited for the holidays or not really? Yeah, no, I love the holidays. Big holiday fan. Big holiday fan. So I you don't... like do the whole New York thing and the tree and the ice skating? And... No, I just like to be home and not having to come into New York to go to work. Do you put lights on your uh, condo? I do not. Wow, so you're really all into this holiday season, huh? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I like watching Santa Claus himself. I like watching Christmas Vacation. That's awesome. That's fun. Now, are you the type, because this is me, we have all these Christmas movies on DVD. Yeah. But there's something about when you come across it on TV, you watch it. I I will not put a DVD in the DVD player. But it seems better anyway. Yeah. When it's on TV. Right. It shouldn't be because there's commercials. Yes. Uh, Something weird about it. Something real. Well, because you've made a commitment if you go, I'm going to put this DVD on. Then you feel like you got to sit through it. Where if it just happens to be on your television set, you can be doing other things while that's on in the background. Very true. That is very true. Well, that's why I like the Chromecast now. No more, no more DVDs. We just watch all that. All right, Jerry, I think that's we're it. Done. You want to do Olivia Munn? Mun? No, Mun? we're out of time. I'm, I'm looking at this. Are thing. we really out of time? <laughs> <laughs> Who's telling us we're out of time? Other than the you. internet has a very specific time frames, Jerry. You have an eleven o'clock spot, don't you? you I do. I here. have an eleven o'clock podcast. I'm taping. Oh, is that true? With who? I'm a taping. Preview? Yeah, sure. I'll preview. Uh, I'm taping with Mark Mason. Oh, who uh, spent years at uh, WFAN. Yeah. He, he uh, I, I believe, is the person who put Mike and the Mad Dog together. Then he went to ESPN Radio. Yeah. And now he handles all the digital things. I like it. He's a, he's a good guy. So I'm going to ask him questions like this. Why do the same commercials keep repeating over and over on the stream? There'll be a lot of that. <laughs> that. By the way, if you're trying to fill an hour, yeah, hope we got a lot ready. 
because you could. I mean, I, although with your, yeah, no, maybe not. Because you, you can go back. Are you suggesting two parter? Radio Jerry? history. No, I'm not suggesting two parter. I, mean, I, I was thinking just digital. You might run out of right. digital questions, but then if you go no, back he's got to his a lot history, of he's got a lot, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Ask him about a lot going on. Exactly. So that's going to be exciting. Well, good. We'll have fun. Tell him I said hello. I'm going to ask him his honest opinion of you and your work. Please do. <laughs> I like knowing when people don't like me. Or like me. We all like you, except well, uh, the regular boss here doesn't talking. like you. That's not true. Oh. Hmm. Oh, the digital guys edit this. Thing. Yeah. Goodbye. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.